episode 315. Thank you all for listening to episode 314, Summer Nights in Chicago. I am Gray, here with my co-host. Old Man Bear. Judge Cody Banks. And back to me. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on the Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, who provided us with the awesome hats and the awesome, awesome, awesome shirt that I need to get to Cody and Bear and the Parrot, which is our, our wonderful polos for the golf outing that some of us are going to do. And Cody hasn't seen it yet. Here's the whole sponsorship sign. Nice. Did a great job. I don't know what hole we're going to be on. I don't. I want to put us on one, but I don't want to be that guy since I'm already doing the whole thing. So I may or may not do it. Um, but he'll just put it out wherever he does. Again, thanks to All Work Clothing. He hooked us up uh, for the golf outing as well. Gave us koozies for Anthony Wayne uh, to put in the registration bag. So as always, All Work Clothing, so great to us, so great to the community. Check him out, allworkclothing.com. Mention the podcast, and he will hook you up with a deal. Thank you, too. Crandall's Quality. As his merchandise says, lawn care, even though it's landscaping. I tried to get him to change it, but he didn't. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, Milwaukee, as Alice Cooper would say. Thank you, Sean. Uh, I know he is getting ready for the fall, even though we have dry, dry, dry weather right now, I think little rain here and there, but not much mowing going on. So you're going to see a lot of aeration and seeding going on in the upcoming weeks. And then you're going to get into fall cleanup. So get in touch with Sean. He can hook you up, get you a quote, 419-704-5471. Thanks to Sparty Steve. He is also one of the main sponsors of the golf outing this weekend, as well as, you know, a main, basically the main sponsor of this podcast. So again, thanks Sparty Steve. We appreciate you. And of course, last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Make sure you get to datingtransformation.com. Check out Connell Barrett's website, but more importantly, go to amazon.com. Go get Connell's book. Dating sucks, but you don't. I'm sure you already have a copy, so it's probably time to get another one because those pages might be stuck together. That book might be a little bit worn out, so you might have to get another one. Amazon.com. Dating sucks, but you don't. So we're going to go into some golf. We, uh, Brandon has won his, I think, fifth title. Now I have to go into the old archives, but Brandon has won his fifth title. He is cleaned house. Bear and I were talking before the show. In his last 14, 14 uh, tournaments, he went, what did I tell you? He went 14 weeks without a miscut, 14 weeks without a miscut, and in 12 of those weeks, he finished in the top 13. The other two, he was 20th and 49th. That's why he's already the champ with two weeks to go. He's 230 points ahead of second place, which is me unreal so congrats dub but bear can talk more about that and uh and the last week's tournament this week's tournament yeah i was gonna say absolutely unbelievable on his part um yeah he absolutely destroyed us this year uh this is a runaway not not even a chance he cannot play the next two weeks take dead last place and still finish 100 positions ahead of us <laughs> he could play and we could play in another real tournament and a half and still technically have to, you know, wouldn't even try. So absolutely nuts on his part. So good for him um, getting a title in golf this year. Just, just dominating us. Remember he won week one and then had seven straight missed cuts right after. Yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable. And came but, back and absolutely demolished us. I mean, like you, you look at his consistency here, <laughs> like he went win seven missed cuts to another win. No miscut. He only had, look at this. So those seven miscuts since that, which was, how many tournaments have we had since then? 
27 tournaments, and he only has two missed cuts. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Destroyed but, us. Yeah, no, it's that's great. That's good for him. Um, very, uh, very happy to see him do that. And, um, you know, he's unfortunately just going to get his ass whipped in football, though. So, you know, Oh, hell yes, he will. Won't really matter that much. Um, but, yeah, so at the Northern Trust, um, had a little weather. You know, had um, we had uh, the hurricane, was it Henry or Tropical Storm Henry, I think it was, come through on the East Coast. So they got three rounds in and then had to postpone until Monday because Sunday um, the storm came in. I think the golf course got like nine inches of rain or something like that. They ended up saying nine inches of water on the course. So the fact that they got all that taken care of um, through Sunday and also, um, you know, before Monday when they could finish is good. So they don't have to finish on Tuesday and have a short week for this week's tournament. Uh, but Tony Finau finally, finally won. Um, he has not won a PGA tour event. It's all, it's been European. He's been close a few times. So finally broke through and, and got his first win um, on American soil on the tour. So great for him. Uh, Cameron Smith and him were actually in a playoff and Finau beat him on the first playoff hole. Rom finished third, Thomas, Justin Thomas finished fourth. Um, so some big names up there. But what that does is that bumps Finau up to number one in the FedEx Cup. Really? Yep. He was 23rd, went to one with that win. Um, John Rom is in second. He's 585 points behind. Cam Smith is in third, 609 behind. Cantley's in fourth. Justin Thomas is in fifth. Morikawa sixth. Spieth seventh. Harris English in eighth. Bryson in ninth. And Abraham Answer in tenth. This week, top 70 can play. Phil Mickelson is number 70. He's the last guy in this week. Really? So he needs to have a big week to get to the top 30, which right now 30th is Max Homa. So, um, yeah, 40 guys. How much are- do you get for a win? What's that? How, ma- how many points do you get for a win now? Um, I don't know. Let me see if they put it on for last week's points. Wow. It has to be quite a bit if freaking Fino jumped from 23rd to 1st. 2,000 FedEx Cup points he got for win. Ooh, for the win? So you get two, man. So anybody in set. So yeah, Phil can get that and that'll move him 2,700, move him into the top 10 potentially. Yeah. Phil, Phil wins. Um, I mean, technically where he's at right now, if he won and let's say, you know, just out of that, he'd be five fifty-seven behind, but he would get to the top 30, which is where we need to get to. So a lot of guys hovering around that number. Rory's at 28, Kevin Kisner's at 31. Keegan Bradley's uh, back there. Um, you know, so there's guys hovering around that line who need to get in, but there's a lot of good guys out there. It should be a good tournament, which is at, um, I think they are at Olympia Fields this week, BMW Championship. I see Caves Valley, Baltimore, Maryland. Is that okay, right? So, so they changed it up then? Okay. Uh, I, whatever you put in, because I, I know you did this at the beginning of the year. Yeah, so. the BM, yeah, the BMW used to be all similar, and they, they change occasionally. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they were at Medina two years ago and they were at uh, Olympia fields last year. So yeah, another, another different tournament. So caves Valley golf course, yep. in Baltimore. um, you know, the last three years it's been, uh, Keegan Bradley won in 18, Justin Thomas won in 19 and John Rahm won in 20. But again, with these, uh, different courses, caves Valley golf course, you'd have to really look up and see, but, um, you know, it's it should be a good tournament. Again, you're getting the top 70, no cut. So you just got to be top 30 to get yourself 
into uh, the tour championship and make a guaranteed payday. I know top 30 makes it, but obviously you want to be one. That's, that's the big money right there. Um, so, so it should be, um, should be a pretty good week weekend of golf. There'll be a lot of jockeying and battling for position here um, because, you know, Phil at 2557, or I'm sorry, Phil at 791 points um, and Max Homa at 1252. They're only, you know, 400, 400 points, 500 points apart, really. So not, not too much. That's a, that's a top 10 really. So it'll be, um, again, it'll be a pretty good week of golf and it's going to, going to crack some whips on them. But for me, this, for me this week, and I know Dub, Dub took Kevin again, he already won for us. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going Jordan Spieth this week. Um, he's been playing well. He's sitting seventh. He really needs a win or, or, you know, a, a top five to, uh, get him into the top three here for when, you know, strokes wise, because he has the opportunity, you know, and to a championship, he's sitting there in third or fourth strokes wise, that'll be big for him. Um, and that's what he'll need. So it would be, it would be a big week if he can, uh, he can win this week. So that's what I'm going to go with. And I'm hoping that um, <clears throat> I, I, deep down, I hope Xander gets the win uh, this week and gets those 2000 points, puts him up near the top because he plays well. And then of course I want him to win the tour championship so I can add another title to the belt. But uh, this week I'm going to go Harris English. He's only one of, uh, I think, a handful of guys that have won two this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we haven't had any three-time winners this year. So I'm hoping he could be the first one. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, it, we, it should be interesting with golf this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, Danny Berger with cheese. Cody Banks, who you want? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with – I don't think I've picked him at all this year. Uh, Keith Mitchell. Who the fuck is Keith Mitchell? Are you talking yeah, about? Exactly. Is that that guy that that? Uh, oh, that's Keith Lee. Never mind. <laughs> all right. Yep. Keith Mitchell sitting in sixty third, so he also can have a good week. All right, and then uh, let's let's switch over to uh, NASCAR. Bear. We are down to well, – we had a big race last week at Michigan. Actually had a good finish at Michigan. Yeah. Shocking, actually. Um, what was it, 0.077 seconds? Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Um, Blaney and um, – Byron. It was Byron who yep. came close. Yeah, and they were all battling it because I knew Hamlin was up there. Um, Kyle Larson was up was there. Up there. Yeah, they they had a really good uh, really good race to the finish down at Michigan. Um, it was definitely a great race. Shocking for Michigan, but um, yeah, you know, it's hard. It's always usually shit. Usually boring, but see, this is the thing: is that the the um, the stages help at Michigan. It, it, I mean, those guys get out there and they can just run forever and ever. It's wide open. But yeah, it was good. I was happy to see Blaney get his second win of the year. Helps my, uh, he's my championship driver. So I'd love to see that gets him higher in the points and pretty much guarantees him um, at least into the second round of the playoffs. So I like that. I like that. Um, But yeah, great race. Um, So good for, good for Ryan Blaney, but we're coming in here to the last race before the playoffs, Daytona Saturday night, night race. Not too much better than that. Oh, that's what I'll be doing Saturday night after that golf outing that we yep. went. Exactly what I'll be doing after volleyball. I'm going to be watching Daytona Saturday night. It's going to be a great race. 
Um, so the top 15 are locked. Kevin Harvick ended up locking on, on, on Michigan day. So there's one spot left. Um, and pretty much right now, I, I will tell you your drivers that are eligible <laughs> to win and qualify. If yep. you don't so have I it, think, I, I think Reddick is sitting 16 right now. Right. Right. He can call them. Yep. Yep. Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon is how many points behind? Twenty. I, I don't know because it's it's ba- yeah he's twenty five okay. or something like that behind. I'm saying I was going to tell you the guys that can uh, clinch via a win. Okay, so, go. I'll, I'll give you that. Yes, sir. So Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, Matt Benedetto, Chris Boucher, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Ross Chastain. Come on, Ross. Bubba Wallace. <laughs> we, I, wouldn't that be something if he fucking won? Uh, he's not going to, but Chase Briscoe. Yeah, at Daytona it is. Chase Briscoe, Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez, Ryan Newman, who does not have a ride next year, Ryan Priest, who also races well here, Cole Custer, Anthony Alfredo, and Corey LaJoy. So so my thing with that is it would have been a little crazy because if Briscoe would have won an Indy, that would have probably forced Harvick to get a win this week. Yeah. It very, at very well. Finish, at least finish above the others. No, um, it would have been fucking wild. That's that's insane. But Harvick got in because of that. So yeah, it's it's going to be crazy. There's going to be there's going to be a lot of wrecks. Um, so as much as um, you know, as much as I want, I I want Dylan to get in. I like him. I obviously he races well at Daytona. I think he's going to have a shot. I'm not going to be surprised if. Uh, Corey LaJoy. Uh, yeah, Priest, somebody like that. Uh, right, a Ryan Priest who finished, what, a seventh or uh, yeah. sixth? Yeah, because I picked him. Corey first. LaJoy, wasn't he like eighth or ninth, too? He races well at these. Yeah, yeah, LaJoy has LaJoy has put up some numbers here. But, I mean, there's guys there who can definitely win this race. Now, if for whatever crazy reason there's no cautions and no wrecks and it ends up being it, it's most likely going to be Tyler Reddick. I mean, right. it's going to be hard for Dylan to beat him unless Reddick finishes near last and, and Dylan's up near the front. But this is going to be it's going to be a fun race. It's going to be a crazy I, race. I um, would love to see Anthony Alfredo with 237 points make the fucking playoffs. Well, the thing is, these guys are going to get aggressive. It's going oh, to be, it's going to be fucking nuts. I love so, that they switched it to Daytona. Yeah. So per- personally, for me, I think. Um, I think it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun race. Um, I, I honestly want Matty D to win. Same. Um, I, Is that your pick? I, I've thought about it, but my gut, I don't know why my gut just tells me that Bubba Wallace is going to win this week. There you go. Going with Bubba. I took him at, I, I took him at Daytona. He's been, he's been playing well, or he, I'm sorry, playing. he's been racing well the last few races and he's under the radar. I mean, he was, he started like 27th in Michigan and ended up getting up to eighth and his car kind of went away from him after the second stage. Because they put the numbers on the top backwards. But, (laughs) you know, that could be it. But he's just been, he's just been racing well. And it's been one of those I've, I've gone back and forth between, it was, it was between Matty D and Bubba really. Um, And I just, I don't know what it is. It's my gut feeling. I haven't gotten a win all year, and I haven't picked great the last few races either besides my second with uh, Chase Elliott. Um, I mean, you know, the Briscoe thing was kind of bullshit, but it is what it is. So I, I'm feeling it. And if I just jinxed you, Bubba, I, I apologize. Well, I've I've picked Bubba at Daytona. The last two times I picked him was at Daytona. He's never finished better than 17th. So good luck to you. I hope he does well. 
Um, I'm going a different. We know Dub's taking uh, Kyle Busch. I'm going a different route, man. Um, I don't know why. My gut was telling me Chase Briscoe. I hope for a Matty D win too. But I'm like, I think Chase Briscoe comes out here and races his way into the playoff. And knocks out uh, Tyler Reddick. I can see it. Like I said, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts regardless. But I think Briscoe has a couple coming to him. Um, I think he does. So. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. And then, uh, did you like uh, where Parrot finished last week? Joey last place Gase. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cody Bryant, what do you got, man? All right, let me see who I haven't picked. Oh, and Bear, by the way, through. I think I'm up by 26 on you on the standings. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's good. We got 10 more. So after this, just for everyone's knowledge who doesn't is new, maybe listening, um, we reset after the playoffs. So everyone is back in after this race. This is our last race where we have to start going through Um, after today or after this week. We're back to um, after this week, we're back to whoever we want to pick here for the last 10 for the playoffs. Just And we don't do a champion's advantage here. The champion has to pick first or the person in the points lead. We don't do that. Mm -hmm. So points lead picks first, make it interesting. So it's going to be fun. But Cody, I think he's thinking Bubba Wallace too, aren't you? No, I'm going to go Corey LaJoey. There you go. That would be fucking great. Because this still blows me away. Look how many wins there have been this year from our picks. One. (laughs) One, Chase Elliott. <laughs> At a road really course. The mark. Yeah, we've been hitting the mark this year. Because Kyle Larson decided to get hot, you know, after the road course. That's when that's when Cody took Bubba Wallace and he finished better finished better than all of us at twenty seven because we all had Larson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. um, but I don't know if you guys saw, uh, but be sure to watch. Like Bear said, Saturday night it's going to be the best race you'll see on the year at Daytona outside of the five hundred. The race is just awesome because you got several guys trying to get into the playoffs and it's just Daytona is always wild. You know, there's going to be crashes, quite a few, probably a couple big ones. Be on the lookout for that. As Bear said, be sure to catch What are they on Fox now, right? Fox. Or they're on NBC now. That's right. Fox was with uh, Jeff Gordon, but now Jeff Gordon's second in command at Hendrick Motorsports. So he's hoping that uh, Kyle Larson gets him a title. Kyle Larson, all he's got to do, I think he's got to do very minimal to clinch this week to clinch a regular season title. So mm-hmm. pretty much do that. And speaking of Kyle Larson, I did want to mention something. I, I saw this stat was just wild. We know how well of a NASCAR season, uh, how well he's doing a NASCAR this year, but he has, I saw this and I was like, holy shit. He's won the chili bolt, which a lot of dirt track sprint sprint cars as well. Chili bowl, the Coke 600 all-star million dollar race, Kings Royal Prairie dirt classic Knoxville nationals. And then this past week, he, w- he uh, added to his impeccable dirt racing career with a win in Thursday last week, the USAC BC 39 feature race at the dirt track at Indy Motor Speedway. And he also won Wednesday night Stoops Pursuit and became the first driver in the short history of the BC 39 to sweep the feature races. So this guy is having a year across three or four different circuits that you will probably never see again in, in the same year. Just unreal. Nice. Yeah, he is no joke. So he's just racing all the time. He's having a time of his life. Now, after a year of being an idiot, make one dumbass comment, basically almost ruined his life, but it actually helped him. He got to Hendrick. So, you know, he's probably okay that he said stupid shit. Yeah, so, it's like I said, I mean, it's it'll be 
it'll be, uh, you know, it, it's his championship to lose, but right. Right. anything's unpredictable in that, in that, uh, in that light. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's, it's going to be wild. I'm looking forward to some fun shit. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw, but Emmett Smith is going to be teaming with Jesse Awuji for a 2022 Xfinity team. Nice. Emmett Smith's investing into NASCAR now. I'll, I'll root for that. Xfinity, though. So hopefully, hopefully we get something. Um, something fun I saw that I wanted to bring up because I, I wanted to gather your thoughts here. So there was a thing I saw on ESPN Sports Center today on, uh, on on the old Twitter, Facebook. It said, "If Ray Allen misses this shot." Yeah, I think you know what shot we're talking about with the Heat uh, in the playoffs. If he missed it, Duncan would have the same finals record as MJ. Wade would only have two rings. LeBron would be three and seven in finals. McGrady would have a ring. The Heat big three would be one and three in, in the fucking finals. And Kawhi would have three rings. It's crazy. One shot. Yeah. But you say that about a lot of things, too, so. And I save this one for Cody because I want to know what he what he has to say about this. So Stephen A, th- I read this. This, this was a oh, take. Lord. Yep, exactly oh, why Lord. I'm coming to you. This is a take. Stephen A's. It's Stephen A. ESPN is Stephen A's world. He wanted Max Kellerman off first take. Kellerman's off first take. He wanted to host a late night talk show. He filled in for Jimmy Kimmel on Monday. He wanted 12 million a year. He got it. 53. So has four years left on his 60 million dollar contract. Uh, he's building towards the ultimate goal of hosting a late night talk show is what he really wants to do. So what do you think about um, all of this that now it's Stephen A's world? It's just him, man. Got rid of Kellerman. It's all done. What do you think? I hope. Well, hell, he got rid of Skip Bayless, too. So, I mean, he yeah. get rid of Skip Bayless. I mean, and but at the same and I mean, also, we really don't want him on late night TV again. Apparently, I'm the only one that remembers, uh, quite frankly. But, hey, who's watching? I'm not going to lie. I I don't watch any late-night TV. Right. And, I mean – Didn't watch Letterman. I don't know. It's just not my thing. Right. And, honestly, who's really watching ESPN at any given time outside of um, a game? You know, like outside of probably, let's see, what, NBA or college football playoff? Or Sunday night baseball. Like who's really watching ESPN? Like nobody. nobody's watching ESPN. Bones and the only were home person, at 10 a.m. Yeah, like the only person that is actually getting numbers on ESPN, the actual channel, is Stephen A. Smith. So uh they're kind of doing it out of necessity, really. Yeah. Looks like we got a special guest wanting to say something. Hey Cody, no. Stephen A is the best. <laughs> You gonna take that from a six-year-old? I'm gonna mess around and call it in for child abuse. Is what I'm gonna do. You gonna take that from a four-year-old? <laughs> he's, he's eight. He just wanted yeah. you to know he's eight. You gonna take? You gonna take that from a toddler like that? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That was fun. I was like, tell Cody Stephen A is the best. Proud <laughs> of ruining that child's youth, man. What's wrong with you? You should be right. ashamed. Oh, dude, I had to buy this at Meyer. Nice chocolate cake with Reese's, mm. Reese's, peanut butter Reese's, Reese's pieces. Oh, yeah, Reese's frosting. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Meyer. Cut the check. Yeah, cut the check, man. Y'all union, too. So cut I the check. Just, how about just give us some pie. Cut the cake, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'd say I'll settle for some cake. 
It's in the house. Eight ninety nine. <laughs> All right. So, other thing I wanted to get into some MLB. Now, of course, I'm biased to the Yankees. They are on fucking fire. Sorry, they just swept your Braves, buddy, but they are on fire. <laughs> that happens. I, I I don't think the Yankees can beat the Braves, man. It's just ever since that World Series, they they haven't beat them in a series like since. So, kind of seen that one coming. I mean, because the, the Braves were hot too. Yeah, they the won Bra- nine in a row. The they Yankees stopped them. Yeah, they went undefeated on their last road trip. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah, they, they went from, like, they were eight games behind um, at one point. They are like, well, I think they were, like, ten games out, but they were, they were like, two behind Toronto. Now they're eight ahead of Toronto. They're two and a half ahead of Boston. They won 11 in a row. It's just crazy. They have the third best record in the AL now. They were last back in May. <laughs> you know, we're talking about that. Fucking Yankees are in last. But a whole other ball. month left in the season. Oh, yeah, they might go down and lose 15 in a row. Like, a whole month in the season, too. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, Has Baltimore won since, or are they still on, like, a 76-game losing streak? 19. 19 yeah. in a row. Mm-hmm. Still haven't won. Okay. Nope, nope. Wasn't their last one the Yankees? <laughs> Probably. Put a curse on them. I'm going to go back and look. I bet you it was. 19 in a row. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we still got last win. Last finish. win, the Yankees <laughs> beat them seven to one. First them with that voodoo magic on them on August second. <laughs> yeah. Damn man. Um, I don't know if you saw. An honest Wagner uh, card sold for six point six million, shattered the previous record of five point two for a nineteen fifty two tops Mickey Mantle card, and another card. Another card tied that record previously. Do you know what it was? Just by chance. And I'll give you the time frame: two thousand three, two thousand four. One of the one of LeBron James rookies or something. Yep. His That's upper deck exquisite collection, yeah. LeBron James autographed rookie card. That sold for five point two million, like a Mickey Mantle mm-hmm. card. But now Honest Wagner goes for six six. Wow! If I had some money, I mean, if I was single and I like, I felt like that happens all the time. But maybe they just talk yeah. about what it's worth, and the dude hasn't sold it and finally did. But I feel like I always hear, "Oh, Honest yeah, I've heard about Honest Wagner." Yeah. Wagner sold. Yeah. So I, unless I it's the same person is trading this damn card around. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, they just keep moving the same card. Went for two yeah. million. Some dude, now four. Some dude now six. Ten year, yeah, some dude bought it ten years ago for two million and just sold it for six point six. That's a pretty damn good investment, right there. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. The yeah. um, if I had, if I was by my, if I was single. I'd uh, probably invest in one of these Kobe NFTs. Yeah, if you guys seen that. Yeah, I did. Like a, some un un unshown footage. And can yeah. I had a fucking what? Because Cena, they're doing like five hundred NFTs for Cena. Explain a fucking NFT for me. It's just a digital like rights to a digital image, yeah. right? Yeah, digital image. Yeah. Which I mean, can uh, you print it I at just, that point? Like I don't understand. Well, uh, yeah, you can do whatever you want with it. Can you sell I mean, it? 
Yeah. I mean, if you really want to, I mean, confidentially, you could, you know, find the same image and copy it and keep it yourself. But I don't know. Apparently, nobody thinks about that part of it. I don't know. That's what I don't understand. Like, it's I don't get the is it a picture? Like, that's what I just I don't know. I'm like, yeah. I DraftKings is selling now. And I'm like, no, I ain't doing it. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a digital copy. Essentially. Yeah, so, what I mean, what it's a. It's a GIF of them doing something that you can sell that I can look up yeah. for free on YouTube. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't grasp the concept. People are making killings off of it, but I just don't understand it. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, here you go. A John Cena SummerSlam. Well, oh, my God. They had a live auction. SummerSlam Platinum. Something of John Cena went for twenty one grand. Now they're selling. They have 418 left, so they've sold 82 of his NFTs at a thousand dollars each. That's 82 grand. It's crazy. What's yeah. the fucking point? I'm looking up the NFT. It says at a very high level, most NFTs are part of the Ethereum blockchain. And Ethereum is a cryptocurrency. Um. So it's a non-fungible token, which means it's unique and can't be replaced with something else. Okay. Yeah. This this one that just went that was a one on one package that went for 20, 21 grand, mm-hmm. uh, twenty one thousand and one penny. One of a kind NFT, once in a lifetime experience for two at WrestleMania thirty eight or or thirty nine in L A. Thirty eight in Dallas, thirty nine in L A. Personalized WWE Championship belt. Mm-hmm with the winner's name engraved on the side plates, personalized video from John Chena and a doctor of thumb and style chain from 35, 21 grand. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff, these NFTs are essentially kind of like art, you know? And, and I mean, what do they say about art? Art is worth however much somebody is willing to pay for it. God damn. Just for a digital fucking image. What are you going to do? Just yeah. put computer monitors up. Yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, because I mean that's what it is—it's a one of a kind, quote unquote, one of a kind, you know, print, digital print. So I don't get I don't it. Yeah, I mean, it's just—I mean, it's just like art. I mean, what are you willing to pay for it? Or hell, even that Honus Wagner card. I mean, it's only worth $5 million because somebody's willing to pay $5 million for it. Need to get a need to get a Honus Wagner NFT is what I need. Yeah, apparently. Go back in time and get one of those. I'd right. probably sell for $18 million. Yeah, I so need to we- find that guy that has that LeBron James card and just take a picture of it. <laughs> Make it an NFT. <laughs> yeah. So I got an NFT, LeBron James NFT. Jesus. What the fuck? Yeah, he, for a thousand bucks, you can get a miniature version of Cena's signature title belt, like literal mini version. And uh, each embroidered with the number corresponding to your exact NFT edition. Oh, Limited edition piece based on the art. Debuted on Cena's John Chena's shirt. Limited edition John Chena t-shirt identical to the shirt he wore at SummerSlam. 
Each shirt will also be embroidered with the number corresponding to your NFT edition, limited edition John Chena hat, wristband set, and never give up towel, and a John Chena 2021 poster. Jesus. I'm good for a thousand bucks. I will keep my money. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what about um, talk about NCAA real quick? What's this agreement all about with the Big Ten, ACC, and Pac 12? I didn't, didn't it, but I knew that was going to happen. I mean, yeah. all they're probably saying is they're not going to form together, or if there is a way to form together, they're all going to form together. Yeah, I would say they're going to form a super conference to compete with the SEC. So would it be the um, Pac-10 Coastal Conference, like the Atlantic, <laughs> the Atlantic Pac-10? Like, yeah, I say the, the big, the uh, big pack the big Atlantic, coast, yeah. <laughs> the big pack the big coastal coast. pack. There yeah. you go, <laughs> the big coastal pack. Like, uh, I, just, I don't know. I don't. Texas I get why they're doing it, but yeah, it's they're yeah. gonna have two. Just just have two major mega conferences. Then yeah, that's all it is. They're gonna have two divisions of football, like the SEC and everyone else. Or just don't have divisions anymore. Right. I mean, it's really all for the money. Just have a 12-team playoff and call it a life. Right. Yep. Yeah. And that's how, that should let you know, like, how much money really is in, like, college sports and how many hands are in the pot. Because you could easily do a 12-team playoff, but yet it'll never happen because of the quote-unquote bowl games and, you know, they're – quote-unquote tradition. Yeah, but you can make them the bowl games, though. Yeah, that's the only thing. They start – and that's the thing. Like, when these – if they make this big super conference or whatever they end up doing and they still decide to do a 12-team playoff, you know, and, and then they just be like, all right, well, screw it. We don't need your bowls. We'll just have all these games at neutral sites because they're going to want them anyway. Someone's got to play at the Holiday Bowl. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's what, 500 teams anyway? Somebody like, play. It's always a good Hawaii and Akron game. Right? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, man. Just, I don't know. Insanity. Damn, well, Texas and Oklahoma right. ruined it just to yep. go get some money to get beat up every week. Yep. Jeez. Dude, you ever see um, a clip from that new? They did a tech. The Texas AD <laughs> did a news conference and um, one of TCU's like uh, like their like college the newspaper. One of their reporters went to the news conference and like basically asked them flat out like what their budget was for sports, like their athletic department budget, and was it worth? Um, like, so she said, uh, so what was your athletic department budget? I think he said like 20 million or 50 million or whatever. And uh, she's like, okay, so this money is going to boost that budget up. So you can lose to um, Alabama and the rest of the SEC all year for you to go, uh, what's it said for you to go like four and nine in the conference again? And the dude was just like speechless. And she said something. 
Um, like you guys haven't beat TCU in seven years or whatever, however long it was. So it's like, so you you took more money to go lose to Alabama instead of lose to TCU. And the dude was speechless. I thought it was hilarious. I'm going to have to see if I can find uh, the quotes for it. Because it was just, oh, my gosh. While you're looking for that, I do want to make a comment. We're going to do some previews. Uh, what, next week starts college football, right? And, and NFL the week after. So we're going to probably do our NCAA uh, preview next week. And then the week after, we'll be doing our NFL preview. Or no, we'll be doing – nope, yep, it'll be the week after. Because uh, we'll do that. So we'll do NCAA preview next week. We'll do NFL after. And don't forget, Barry, you're going to be setting up uh, – you're going to be setting that up again this year? Yep, we're going to set up um, we're going to set up NFL Pick'em again this year, and we'll get that out when I have available free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, take your time. It's okay. We'll get it to Jeremy, who will spread it to the rest of our 14 followers, and we'll be okay. And I know we have more than that, but Jeremy, we, we we'll, appreciate you the most. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll you're, get it. You're our most loyal listener. Um, and so that'll be coming in a few weeks. Uh, a few things that happened this past uh, couple days. We talked about it. Travis uh, Etienne, is that the right way to pronounce it? Is out for Etienne, the year. Etienne, Etienne, yeah. Out for the year. Good for uh, good for me and James Robinson in my keeper league. Thank you. But uh, so thanks, Travis. This is the uh, Thank Travis Tour, hopefully on our way to a title, me and Johnny Walker. That's going to – that's and that – people don't get that. Those Liz Franks are – that's your foot, man. I mean, that – That's no bullshit. In, in ACL, um, you know, anything like that, these guys come back and they're fine. But when you have a broken foot or a foot injury like that as a running back, that's huge, man. I mean, it's it, he's out for the year already, and that's just going to screw up the rest of his career. I mean, he might have a couple good years, but it's going to come back. And that sucks for him. So especially for a rookie, man. So it's, it's a little disappointing. Um, yeah, all, already falling apart and the season hasn't even started yet. And Trevor was just announced as the day one starter. We know, uh, right. Uh, Rosen, <laughs> Josh Rosen found a fifth team after, uh, AJ McCarron tore his ACL for Atlanta. Just wild. Um, I'm happy he went there because I know that Dallas is going to cut Danucci here soon. And yeah. I'm sure that, uh, they're going to try to get him, which, or we're, we're, would have tried to get him, so I'm happy that. You don't they, think they're because this is backup still didn't. Cooper though? Or no, Cooper. Uh, technically, gone. it's Garrett Gilbert. It's Garrett Gilbert, yeah. Technically, Cooper. Cooper's been gone for a while, right? Cooper no, he's Rock? still there. He's still there. He's he was the fourth. They just have they just have three. So Cooper will go back to practice squad probably. Gilbert. Oh, it's saying Cooper. Go. It looks like has supplanted Garrett Gilbert for the backup. That would be nice. <laughs> That's the rumor because he had one good fourth quarter and a preseason game against four stringers doesn't really bring him yeah, back. Right. So, well, you think your boy Dwayne is uh, going to get a roster spot on the Steelers? I guess he started in their last game. Um, good look, I'm sure he will. He's been playing better than Dobbs, so he should have the spot over Dobbs at least. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's still third string behind Rudolph um, and Fat Boy. So. I mean, uh, boys, he'll make it. And then, you know, Roethlisberger will obviously get hurt. And then Rudolph will throw for three interceptions in the first half. They'll bring in Haskins and he'll go, he'll go 10 for 22 with a touchdown and, and three when picks. down by, yeah, when they're down by 30. So everyone will be like, well, he's a starter. And he's still better than Mason Rudolph. 
Yep. The uh, I found it. It was just, a Texas. Oh. Yeah, it was a Texas senator that trolled them. Oh God. <laughs> a Rudolph or Haskins? Uh, no. Uh, no, back to that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Uh, and I'm going to try to play it. And and Jerry Jones said today that the Cowboys can do everything with Cooper Rush at quarterback. I see. You sound like Jerry got in that Johnny Walker again before he got in, did an interview. Hey, man, Cooper's solid. He's not Dak, but he's solid. Jerry Bear quit drinking for a press conference. Yep. And then uh, what do you think about Sonny Michelle going to uh, your Rams there? He's a solid running back, man. They, they'd be all right. And he can block just a little bit. England, New England got, what, like a fifth and a sixth out of it? Yeah. And then I think the Rams got a fourth round yeah, or something like that because they cut the whoever. Uh, something to compensate pick or something like that. So who's going to be who's going to be the running back there? Oh, I'm sure it'll be in L.A.? In New England. They got like 76. I would say. So all of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll pull somebody off the stand-up circuit, too, or something. Is Deion Lewis still there? No, he's gone. Oh. Yeah, because he just went somewhere else like a few weeks ago, didn't he? I feel like he just went to – where did he go? I'm just kidding. I thought he retired years ago. Oh, yeah, he retired yeah, two weeks ago. That's what he yeah. did. He, oh, he retired yeah, two, two weeks ago. Maybe they'll call him back. Yeah. Well, um, or Corey Dillon might have nothing to do no, with No, you know who it's going to be? Back. It's going to be fucking AP. <laughs> he's a free agent. Oh, so let's see. Right now they got Brandon Bolden. Bolden. They got Damian Harris, which he'll probably be the starter because he was pretty good last year. Yeah, he was. They still got James White. Hold on a second. I think so. I'm just scrolling through there. He might still be on the roster. Well, do they? Do they got? They got uh, didn't they, Ra- don't they have Ramondre Stevenson? Ramo- yeah, Ramondre Stevenson. Which, um, I mean, he's I far back. He was at Oklahoma. There. James White, and yeah, that's it. So, yeah, Ramondre. He was. Uh, he was drafted this year. He's a rookie. He was at Oklahoma, so he could. He might. That's probably why. He's probably one of the reasons why that happened. We'll see. Ooh. Ramondre. He said he's from Auburn. I thought he was in Oklahoma. I thought he was like the backup at Oklahoma. Three, he's three years out of Auburn is what the uh, what the New England Patriots roster says. Ramondre, really? Yep. Really? I thought he was at fucking Oklahoma. Yeah, Ramondre Stevenson, six foot, two twenty-seven. Oh no, I looked at Jarrett's too. My bad. Okay, I'm like, well, I'm like, wait a minute. I thought he was at Oklahoma. I was looking. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong one. My laptop's in the way a little bit, so I got them mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. I mean, obviously. He's a solid back. I mean, he's a big be back. pressing in camp because James White isn't – James White is a passing back. He's not a yeah. – he's not a three down back. So, I'm sure that Damian Harris will be leading the group um, with, you know, with the other two behind him there. And then, obviously, James White, he plays everything. So Yeah, Ramondre, six receiver. foot four. 227. He's a big mofo. They also have a guy on their team named Bill Murray. Huh. Defensive lineman. 
out of William and Mary. It's a lot of names. That is a lot of names. Like Jesus, a lot of crap going on. Yeah, so he's six foot two thirty. Jeez, big back. And uh, let's see. So what did he do? Because he wasn't the starter there, was he? At Oklahoma. Um, that somebody else is a starter. I think so. I don't. I don't pay attention to Oklahoma football. Yeah. I don't think he did much. It is what it is. We'll see how he does in the uh, the old Patriots. Um, all right. So we got to see if Jeremy's available to do trivia. Anything else sports related you wanted to mention before we get on to old wrestling? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, knock I on wood. So knock on wood. The NFL um, NFL preseason's been fairly good. No large injuries yet. Obviously, Acres was probably the biggest, um, but nothing, you know, nothing huge. At, you know, at, at Travis and Denai, whatever you want to say, yeah, that one's kind of big, but being a rookie there, you know, usually you get a couple large ones, you know. So hopefully, knock on wood, that doesn't happen. We can get everyone to the season healthy here and have a good year of football. So um, we got to do trivia. I got to get you last week's questions, and uh, you can add some points for us here shortly. And uh, just before you do the updated standings, give Cody and I each two from last week and do not give the updated standings yet because I'm going to read last week's questions for you first. All right. First question for you. For sports, here's a very tough one for three points. What was the last team that had three 1,000-yard receivers in the same season? Hint, it was 2008. Bonus, two points if you can get all three receivers. Cody and I did not get this. Three 1,000-yard receivers in 2008. Yes, sir. And then, a, I thought it was a really – Cody, did you like that question? It was pretty solid. It was pretty good, yeah. Oh, eight. Oh, eight, oh, eight, oh, eight. Oh, man. That's a – God damn. Trying to think of who was uh, who was slinging the rock back then. Like Rogers would have been there. Brady would have been big. Eli probably would have been big then. Fuck Romo. I don't think they had three thousand yard receivers. They would have been lucky to have two. Well, they had To and Terry Glenn, <laughs> Patrick Creighton. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, like I feel like this isn't going to be quite as obvious, which I don't like. I guess Big Ben too. Shit. Um, yeah, Ben is that? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with the Squealers. Give me Roethlisberger. It is the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, yeah, is- fuck. Can you name the receivers? I'll give you a chance at that. Obviously, uh, Larry Legend, no doubt. Correct. Um, Anquan Bolden. Correct. I gotta say something wild, like and at a thousand and six yards. Like, I don't even know if he played there, but the, this was the first name that popped in my head: Steve Breston. Yes, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, this is a bad thing, man. I have just the worst. Like, I don't even, I shouldn't remember that. Why do I remember that? Well, give yourself two points for that because that was solid. <sighs> we got it wrong. So we just, we didn't, we didn't guess because we got it wrong. I was in the, I was in the right area. I had the Super Bowl team. That was fucking awesome. All right. The and Super Bowl then team. your other one for wrestling. Tommy Rich managed which stable in ECW after taking on the nickname The Big Don? Oh, God. Cody and I got this one. Um, Full-blood Italians. My man. There you go. Two more points for the Bears. So now we got updated standings for this week. Where are we at? All right, updated standings for this week. Uh, Mr. Gray at 161, Cody Bryan at 123, myself at 152 with those four points, Parrot 61, Peapot 8, Wes Anderson 2. All right, share the screen. Just told Jeremy we are ready. Jeremy is typing away. Here we go. Miguel Cabrera just reached the big 500 home run milestone for three points. Who was the last player to reach this milestone previously? Ooh, that's a good question. That is a very good question. Hmm. 500 home runs. Chat box up, but. Oh. Hmm. I feel like this is a trick, don't you? I don't know. That's the thing is I don't know. Like, I feel like you haven't heard about it in a while. Right, because that a long time. I got mine, but I think I'm thinking of the wrong. I think I'm thinking of the wrong number. Um, well, I think I went too far back, so I think I did too. All right, we're ready. Yep. Yes, sir. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Because he just got to 600, didn't he? Was it six? Damn it. Well, no, but I think that that's no. why it's a trick. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's a trick, because if it was five. No, I think it's, I think, but I think he was the last person to get to 500. I think, yeah. Ortiz. I mean, fuck. Oh, David Ortiz. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. When did he, I want to find out. Oh, 2015. 2015. When did Pujols get there? Because he got there, didn't he? Yeah. I thought he I just got he to 600. Have. He must have got there Maybe in like 13, 12. Right. I think probably before he went to 214. Damn, year before. Right. So, was, see, that's that why I thought. Because I know yeah. he just got 600 recently. Uh, well, we didn't go too far back then. Because he got, when did he get to 600? I think that was earlier this season. That's what I thought. That's why I'm like, oh, it's a oh, trick. Yeah. It's got to be something like that. Damn. All right. He says his Reds looking good as they make the push for the playoffs. Always a fun time of the year when we have baseball getting down to the playoff run along with the NFL and college football starting up. That's all he's got this week. See us for wrestling. So, yes, he will see us for wrestling. Need those DK names from him to get in our DK group. We got to get Cody Bryant in the football DK group. Get in there, Cody Bryant. Cody spends money. What? Cody spends <laughs> I spend money. Not on what I want to. But well, you better get your ass in the, the DraftKings. What, $3 a week? And we got, like, what, 20 guys in it? Some crazy shit like that? 
So, you know, $3 uh, I think a right, week right now, we do, yeah. And Jeremy just said he'll get it to us tomorrow, and uh, he's excited. He and Big A. So, thank you, Jeremy. All right. So, go ahead. I'm sorry, Bear. No, I just said sweet. More the merrier. If anyone else out there, tweet us, text us if you know our number, or uh, hit us send up. It, send, it, send us mail. There's a letter on the wall. I don't know if you see it. It's still from Mr. Bear to OTL Sports Podcast. And right, it's right next to you. know what it's right next to a sticker of? Rum ham. <laughs> I don't um. Let's say I don't know if um. I don't know if the mail would get there in time. The way the uh, yeah, God. I'm sorry. I just got totally distracted by AEW because this Rock Anderson, Arn Anderson brother lookalike looks like a looks like Greg Olson. I know. Yeah, looks, he cool. looks like if Greg and Arn like made a baby. Yeah, he looks so much like Greg Olson, though. It's weird. Yeah. All right. Sorry. All right. No, you're good. So we're going to talk about that because this is the main. Thanks to Wes Anderson. Moments of time. Check him out on Facebook. Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Crandall Squatty Landscaping, Connell Bear, DatingTransformation.com. Sparty Steve, as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Greg Olson out of AE Dog. Uh, it is about the only way he'll be able to get in that state. Thank you.